and you are kind to think about the Bright Spot Hour and to invite us to be a part of your day. This is Ben Carper, your radio preacher, and we appreciate so much your being with us on the program today. Now be sure to leave your radio dial tuned to the station for all of the Bright Spot Hour broadcasts that will be forthcoming, the music, the prayer time, and then the preaching of the Word of God. Bonnie Magaha, the beautiful organ, Naomi Kelly with us at the piano. To begin the Bright Spot Hour today, I'd like to read from Revelation 4:11. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for Thou hast created all things, and for Thy pleasure they are and were created. Bonnie now to play for us at the beautiful organ, Heaven's Jubilee. rejoicing in heaven. You know, the joy of the Lord is our strength while we're here. And I, I'm looking forward to the glorious day when we get in on that jubilee that'll be in heaven. In fact, in Revelation 5:13, and every creature which is in heaven and on the earth and under the sea and such as are in the sea and all that are in them heard I saying, blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne and unto the Lamb forever and ever. And the four beasts said, Amen. And the four and twenty elders fell down and worshipped Him that liveth forever and ever. Now, this world is the quietest world we will ever live in. And one of these days we're going to enjoy and witness the entire creation worshipping the Lamb. Heaven's Jubilee. I look forward to that glorious day. My friend, if you're without the Lord Jesus Christ, I urge upon you, to receive the Lord by faith. I, you don't need to miss this. You need to know the Lord as your personal Savior. If in this life only you have hope, you're of all men most miserable. But Jesus Christ is willing to save you just like He has saved millions through the ages. The Lord Jesus will save you if you'll come receiving Christ by faith. This brings us to prayer time, and if you have an opportunity, please pray along with us. Our Father, we thank Thee for the prospect of heaven. We thank Thee that down here we have many tears and heartaches and difficulties. But Lord, in that land to which we are going, that land that is fairer than day, we're going to rejoice. There'll be no tear over there. We'll be in the presence of the glory of God 
and in the presence of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world, and in the presence of all the redeemed through all the ages, mighty men and great men that have been redeemed, and then insignificant men, all of them important in the Lord Jesus Christ. And we're going to be there in the presence of all the redeemed and the host of heaven, and the angels, and then the Lord Jesus, the Holy Ghost, God the Father. What a jubilee that's going to be. And I pray if there's one that is listening to the Bright Spot Hour today, and they do not know the Lord by faith, they've never been given repentance of their sin, they've never seen their need of Christ. I pray today that you'd open their heart, show them that they are empty without the Lord. And I ask of thee, Father, that thou wouldst deal conviction to them in such a way that before the broadcast goes off the air, they'd be willing to call on the Lord and ask Jesus Christ to be their Savior. Help those who are hearing the program that are faithful listeners. I ask of thee, Lord, for thy greatest blessing to be a part of their life, and we'll be careful to praise thee in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Everybody ought to know that's a great theme of evangelism and the theme of the Bible. God is not willing that any perish, but that all come to repentance. And now we have Naomi Kelly to play that great song, Everybody Ought to Know. a joy to have the late Bonnie McGaha and the late Naomi Kelly with us on the Bright Spot Hour, and I do appreciate their ability. 
and uh, especially Naomi Kelly's unusual style. And it's just, as soon as you hear her, you know that's her playing the piano. And I'm so glad that we have this material and are able to make it available on the Bright Spot Hour in these days. We greet our listeners today from WELP in Easley, South Carolina, from WMIK in Middlesboro, Kentucky, WDPC in Douglasville, Georgia. Your Bibles are open with me, please, to Romans 6 and verse number 18. Being then made free from sin, ye became the servants of righteousness. I speak after the manner of men because of the infirmity of your flesh, for as ye have yielded your members servants to uncleanness and to iniquity unto iniquity, even so now yield your members servants to righteousness unto holiness. For when ye were servants of sin, you were made free from righteousness. What fruit had ye then in those things whereof ye are now shamed? For the end of those things is death. But now being made free from sin and became and become servants to God, ye have your fruit unto holiness and the end everlasting life. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. By the grace of God and your listenership, I'll develop these scriptures on the Bright Spot Hour in just a few moments. The Bright Spot Hour is a work of faith and a labor of love, depending upon the Lord and our many friends to enable the door of radio broadcasting to remain open. I make that statement day by day because it is in reality a statement of fact. We depend upon the Lord. We depend upon God's people to enable this door to remain open. During the month of March, I've been making available my grandfather's sermon number 52, on the Battle of Armageddon. The Battle of Armageddon. Allow me the joy of putting this good sermon into your home. I'm positive it can be a benefit and a blessing to you, and you can have yours for a gift of $10 on a compact disc. I also make available my grandfather's sermon, Can God? This message delivered in 1973 on a Sunday night in May of 1973. Can God furnish a table in the wilderness. I'll be glad to send the sermon to you on a compact disc. You can have yours for a gift of $10. I make available my grandfather's commentary on First and Second Corinthians, a 303-page uh, commentary, beautiful book, uh, handy a size, handy to hold, and uh, well-written, and I think that you would enjoy reading it. My grandfather deals with every verse and every chapter in both 1st and 2nd Corinthians. You may have yours for $20. Our mailing address, the Bright Spot Hour, Post Office Box Number 4, Greenville, South Carolina, 29602. Our email, Yahoo.com. Find us on social media at Rumble, Getter, Odyssey, YouTube, Facebook, and X. I've been dealing with the matter of practical sanctification on the Right Spot Hour over the last week or so. This is what uh, I understand is the human side of sanctification. We have the divine side of sanctification, which is the work of God the Father, God the Son, 
and God the Holy Spirit. On the human side, we saw that practical sanctification becomes a reality by faith in Christ's redemptive work. Secondly, by the Word of God. Third, by a complete dedication of life. Fourth, by submission to the area of divine discipline. We saw that on yesterday. I find in that the book of Hebrews 12 in the matter of chastisement or admonition. And then today, a renunciation of sin and pursuit of holiness. Now, in this context, we have the Apostle Paul establishing for us a a, a, a positional reality. Look at Romans 6, 18. Being then made free from sin, ye became the servants of righteousness. Verse 19, I speak after the manner of men because of the infirmity of your flesh. For as ye have yielded your members, servants unto uncleanness and to iniquity, unto iniquity, even so now yield your members, servants to righteousness, unto holiness. Now notice in verse number 18, the Apostle Paul uses the word sin, which is what every believer inherits, in, or, or every human, rather, inherits in Adam. The Bible is very clear. As in Adam all die. Romans 5, the death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. If you have Adam as your father, and you certainly do, if you're born to a human father, uh, Adam is the father of us all, and in Adam all die. Even in Adam, as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. The matter of sin, S-I-N. Now, sin is not what I've done. Sin is what I have inherited in Adam. Sin is the condemnation that is passed upon all men for that all have sinned. Now, the believer is freed from sin. Verse 18, being then made free from sin. The believer in Christ is no longer under the condemnation of the matter of sin. I am not under the condemnation of sin because Christ in his death on the cross has put away the matter of sin. My sin has been dealt with in the death of Jesus Christ. Seeing that the believer now is liberated from the condemnation of sin, that he is free from the matter of sin, we now can become the servants of righteousness. The born-again child of God is in a position in the finished work of Jesus Christ and a position by the blood of Jesus Christ that he no longer has to be concerned about the condemnation of sin. Seeing that I am free from sin, I am now free to be involved in the righteousness of God. Now, I think there's an explanation in verse number 19. I speak after the manner of men because of the infirmity of your flesh. For as ye have yielded your members, servants, to uncleanness and to iniquity unto iniquity, 
Even so now yield your members, servants to righteousness, unto holiness. Now, there's a twofold aspect where the unbeliever was manipulated by the matter of S-I-N. For those unbelievers that were uh, concerned about the eternal destiny of the soul, they were constantly involved with what do I do so that I don't die under condemnation? What do I have to do so that I, I don't have to bear the condemnation of my sin? And as a result of that, men try to climb up the rough side of the mountain. They try to do better and try harder. They try to turn over a new leaf. They try to do the best they can. Now, you and I recognize that that is utterly and entirely vain. Then there's a whole other battery of the unregenerated that could care less. I mean, they couldn't care less about where they're going to spend eternity. They were occupied in the sins of the flesh. They yielded their members, servants, to uncleanness and to iniquity unto iniquity. Society is full of people today, and the whole course of their life is living to the weekend. They hate to sober up on Sunday night because they have to be back on the job on Monday. And they live all week long, Monday through Thursday afternoon. We can't wait until uh, Friday. And uh, we're going to, by, by Friday at 9 or 10 o'clock, they'll be so drunk they won't know what day of the week it is or stoned. And they'll, they'll uh, just ride out. The rest of the weekend will be lost in a drunken stupor. And they hate to sober up on Sunday night, Monday morning, to be back on the job. Their, their whole life is lived as a servant to uncleanness and to iniquity unto iniquity. Wouldn't it be a terrible thing to be addicted to cocaine or heroin, to be addicted to alcohol, to be addicted to all of these things that men give themselves to? Some men get paid on Friday evening, Friday afternoon, and by Monday morning, they're just as broke as they can be. And all of their money was wasted as the uh, a servant in Luke 16 on riotous living. In Luke 15, rather, on riotous living. They gave themselves to that kind of conduct. Their, their behavior, they yielded their members as servants to uncleanness and to iniquity unto iniquity. Even so now, Paul says, yield yourselves, your members, servants to righteousness unto holiness. Now, I don't have to go to the nightclub and get drunk on the weekend or get drunk at night. Therefore, I am free to yield myself to my revival meetings and to my work with the radio and to... Uh, music that I play with the orchestra and at our church and uh, music that I play with the Drake family uh, out and about from place to place, I can yield myself to that. Rather than yielding my servants as servants of sin and uncleanness and iniquity, I now have time to read my Bible. I read my Bible through a little more than once every year and I can give myself to other profitable pursuits and other good pursuits. I won't be in a nightclub tonight, I promise you. And I won't be in a beer joint 
tonight and I won't get home tonight drunk. Uh, I, can, uh, I can yield myself to profitable things and to things that are worthwhile and things that are a benefit not only to myself, my family, but things that are a benefit to others, my children and my grandchildren. As I have yielded myself unto sin and iniquity, some of you that I'm preaching to right now, that was the course of your life. Before the grace of God found you, you lived to become intoxicated or you lived to sit down around a table and gamble on a poker game. You lived to be involved with the sins of the flesh and, and the iniquity that goes along with that. But now that you're saved and you're freed from those things, you now have time and energy and money to yield your servants to righteousness and to holiness. Now look at verse 20. For when ye were the servants of sin, ye were free from righteousness. When I was under the condemnation of sin, as in Adam all die, I had no righteousness. I was free from righteousness. No man has righteousness in and of himself. While I was under the condemnation of sin, I was a servant of sin, I was under its condemnation, I had no righteousness of my own. But now that I've been justified by the grace of God, I have the righteousness of Jesus Christ, and I have, I have been freed from the matter of sin. I am no longer under the condemnation of sin. I, I, I recognize there's sin in the world, I have to buffet my corrupt nature. But I am not under the condemnation of sin as an Adam all die. And I am not under that now. I am not condemned by that now. Look at verse 21. What fruit had ye then in those things whereof ye are now ashamed? And many, many are ashamed of what you said and what you did. I'm ashamed of what I said and what I did. You're ashamed of where you were and how you lived, all of us have things that we had rather not uh, other people find out about and other people learn about. Now, what, uh, what fruit had ye then in those things whereof ye are now ashamed? For the end of those things is death. And they that follow after the flesh and follow after the world generally die sooner than those that follow after righteousness and follow after holiness. Sometimes in our vernacular we say, look at a man, he's a man 85 or 90 years old, and we say, my, you've lived a good and fruitful life. And they'll comment back and say, clean living, clean living. Well, I think there's something to that. But now, being made free from sin, you became servants to God. Ye have your fruit unto holiness, and the end everlasting life. Rather than the end being death, physical death, and spiritual death in the regions, regions of the damned, uh, the wages of sin is death. We now are free from sin by the work of Jesus Christ. We are the servants of God, and the fruit of that kind of conduct is holiness and the end everlasting life that we have in Jesus Christ. Then one of the most famous verses in the Bible, and I'll have to leave the air with this today in verse number 23, where we read, 
for the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. My friend, if you have never been saved, may I impress upon you, may I challenge you and call upon you, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. Thank you for listening to The Bright Spot Hour, transcribed and conducted by Dr. Ben Carper. View the website at thebrightspothour.com. You may write The Bright Spot Hour at Post Office Box 4, Greenville, South Carolina, 29602. I'm Mark Ferguson reminding you to listen to The Bright Spot Hour tomorrow. Same time, same station, same gospel. Some golden daybreak battles all You shout the victory, break through the blue. Some golden daybreak for me, oh, oh, what a meeting there in the sky. No tears nor cries shall dim eyes. Loved ones united eternally. Oh, what a daybreak that morning. Some golden daybreak, Jesus will come. Some golden daybreak, battles all along. He'll shout 